What's up everyone, this is Jason Tucker and this is Dave Water Cooler, episode number 366, Dealing with Technology. This episode is brought to you by ServerPress, Maker's Desktop Server. They make Oracle WordPress development easy. Go check them out at serverpress.com. And our new show, The Query. Go over to dayfuwarcore.com slash the query. Our host, Jason Cosper, is going to be answering your questions. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog. I'm Steve Zangel, I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. I'm Jay Reed. I make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress at Jay Media on all the things. Uh, my name is Russell Aaron. I do things with WordPress in Las Vegas. It's Jason Cosper, a.k.a. Fat Momoweg. Help us out over on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash WPWaterCooler. And if you like, hit the subscribe button. Hit the little bell if you're watching us on YouTube. We really appreciate it. Hey, what's up, everyone? How are you doing today? Hi. What's so up? Questions. What up? So I have so many queries right now. I have, I have, I am so not into finding out information during the introduction of the show. <laughs> like what? What is happening? Whatever. Oh, it's it's fun stuff. We always have something going on, and um, you starting a new thing that never happens. I know, right? Two well, in we, one year, by the way. I know, isn't that, that's just crazy. Yeah, but Cosper's gonna be starting a new show. He's gonna be doing a, a question and answer show for WordPress stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, and, you and, wanna, ask, uh, and ask me anything for for WordPress. A weekly ask me anything, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's gonna be good stuff. Are you gonna do say, that close to the top? Just let me know when you want to start something. Say we'll we'll make it we'll make it happen. Oh, I did eight years ago. She's like, you're on it. By the way, you're on it. Yeah, we're on, we're doing it. It's happening. Um, yeah, it's as long stuff. as you do that close crop, close close crop up thing, Casper, you're good. If you're right. seeing this on iTunes, one, I apologize, but two, you should really look at the video because this close crop on Casper is cute. Close right. crop on crossbar. It's so crazy. Say that ten times. <laughs> oh man. So okay. hey, today today we're gonna be talking anyway. about um, we're gonna be talking about technical debt. And so um, what the heck is technical debt? Um, I I would define technical debt as um, the crap that you take with you when you go from one project to another, or somebody else's debt that you're now having to deal with. That you know somebody made some decisions. It's up on their website. And now you're having to deal with those decisions that were made. They they they're using uh, they're using um, I don't know that they're using something some weird page builder that you now have to kind of work your way out of, or you Divi. using a Divi. <laughs> oh, not Divi. Divi's actually really great. But yeah, they're they're using something that Let's you, not get into not that conversation with. right now. We can have a whole. <laughs> But yeah, sure. they're using something that you're not familiar with, and now you're having to kind of manage it. Or those decisions that were made are now things that you just have to kind of live with and kind of work through. So yeah, all my debt is, te- debt is inherited. All my technical debt is inherited debt because this is such a big thing that I do, which is rebuild sites that have been built uh, yeah. that already exist. This is a this is a a big part of. I, apparently, it's like my niche now. People are like, "Wow, we have this big site that's really effed up. Can you rebuild this because it's terrible?" 
that's something that you deal with in, in support as well. You know, like when you're sitting there and somebody writes in and says, Hey, my site's down, you know, like, and you find out it's this old version of this plugin or it's, it's a conflict, whatever. It's like, Hey, you, you've had this, you've had this plugin for a long time. This is causing you issues. Like, you know, that's, that's that old debt that is sitting behind, you know, and whether you haven't updated it for whatever reason, like it's causing, problems now your 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 ripples are starting to to white cap as, as this happens and that's what i always think of technical debt as is it's costing you by not keeping up with the joneses you know update the php no. 7.4 do it call cosper not, like- he's got a weekly show cosper if i call into your show <laughs> will you update php for me um, <laughs> I'll, I'll help you out yeah absolutely. yeah okay cool yeah that's it's technical basically- debt it's basically like when you haven't dealt with your emotional problems from your childhood <laughs> and you're right. carrying them on into your daily life and you're like, wow, now I can't have a relationship or wow, now I've lost all my friends. What happened there? Um, that's It's like that. My, yep, my, yep. my, my therapist, my therapist and I talk about contact form seven a lot. Like, you know, <laughs> we go through it a lot, you know, that would scarred me for life. All right. Yeah. That is actually the new show. He's like a WordPress. Therapy. <laughs> oh, dude. I would love that's to have WordPress. Show I want. Word, WordPress, WordPress mommy issues. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. You and I can do that. We could be like the, the parents of uh, WordPress. WordPress parents. I love it. Say, can you can you walk us through the part where you're doing your discovery to figure out, like, you know, you're inheriting this new website, you have a new customer, they come in and they're like, here's my website, here's all the credentials, log in, start looking at it. You're trying to figure out, you know, you're doing your discovery work on that site that you're going to be you know, helping them with. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What do you, what do you well, do? First in- of all, I charge for that. So that first part of the conversation, which is mandatory because I won't move on to the next part until that part's done. Um, everyone's like, can you fix my website and how much it's going, is it going to be? And I'm like, I can absolutely fix your website. I don't know how much it's going to be because I don't know how messed up it is yet. Um, but I always, um, I can, you know, you can do a precursor, a, a cursory look at the site and be like, oh, I recognize some of this stuff. I can tell where it's messed up on the front end and maybe, you know, run a couple built widths to see what it's got going on on the back end. But you can't really get the information that you need about understanding what you're working with until you get into the actual uh, admin. And that, um, so, th- that's why I think weekly, daily, monthly, some kind of auditing is something that you should be doing constantly. So when they come to you, they should be like, here, say told me this is the current status and this is what it was like a week ago. You know what I mean? Like you should always be on top of what your website's doing. Well, I mean, at the very least, what would be great is if developers uh, or assemblers or people who make sites for people would like, I don't know, write a list of plugins that they have I, that's crazy but like people have no idea what plugins they're using they don't know like okay maybe they don't know what themes they're using because they don't understand that component but there should yeah. be a list somewhere of the assets that are going into a website it is or, blows my or, constantly or or how they just, help your site like hey well, we installed yeah. this plugin for a reason and, and here's I mean, how it works would be like, I mean, that's what I do for my clients, yeah. actually. So I've got a list of the plugins, a list of what the plugin does, and 
a list of basically not not the actual credentials because I'm not keeping that in there, but what email that account is tied to, so that when they're like, I can't find my account, it's like just it's in your list. Go look at it, and then you can do a password reset if you can't find figure out your password. Um, when, that's the bare minimum, and then you could pass that on to developers, but and that would be there would be a lot less discovery involved in that. Yeah. But literally I've never ever seen that the the closest I got with one of the clients that I'm working with right now is they had a they're like here's all the stuff we got from our developer and they were so excited to send it to me um and it was just like like here's how to make a post in WordPress and I was like this is so that is this is not I have I have seen what you're describing and the only way that I have seen a client coming to us with that audited stuff is because that's how web dev did it. It came into a project like they were going to build this thing. So WDS went through and they did an entire, uh, I'm going to let Cosper talk more on the server side of things, but you know, from, from like an agency, we're looking at what does the site do? What is the expected outcome of this site? And then, you know, what's happening? What are we trying to fix? And if you know those three things, then you can start assessing what is technical dead and what is not. What is the current status of your site? And if you're getting this error, we have to address that. But is that error causing the project an issue or is it causing the overall website an issue? So determining that, that I call that an audit. And that is mm-hmm. something that you... Even if you are just a, a person who makes pizzas and you have a, a, a WordPress website and have somebody like say working with you, you should be asking, can I get an audit? Do I know what this is? And you know, it's it's a monthly fee that you might have to pay or something, but at least you currently know the status and it's not like catch me up in six months because now the site's down and you have to make this technical decision for us spending money, but you don't know what to do. You know, like I don't it, think you would necessarily need if, if like to me, it's more of like that would be a change. You would need a change log, right? Like so you'd have an initial list of the stuff you've got going on. And then as that changes, you'd be like, oh, we changed this plugin for this plugin or we switched this out for that. So it shouldn't even be like you need to do an audit because you should be logging the changes that you're making to the site. So it should always agreed. be. It shouldn't just be like, oh, well, in the past month, we changed these things like, you know, so I don't I'm not super like the idea of the audit to me doesn't make as much sense as a change log and just a constant. OK, what's been this is what's been updated on the site. And so it should always be kind of a current status of what's going on on the site, not the content. Obviously, I'm, I'm going to back it up like like our friend Stevie would do. And I'd say as a beginner and you don't know WordPress, you're not a coder, you're not a developer. I'm saying you should have some kind of knowledge of what your site just is and does. And, and you can make more technical mm-hmm. decisions that way. And and that's what I was getting at. Maybe a monthly audit is a little too much, but you know, as code changes and, and, uh, new plugins are introduced or new functionality to the website. That's all stuff that needs to be updated. And you might have to do a new audit just by adding a WooCommerce wish list. Like it might change the whole functionality of how your site works. What I think you should audit actually is the content because as you turn over the site to the client and over the past month, the client has been using the site. The audit would be like, Hey, look, you added three new banner images that have not been optimized and are now the size of posters on your main page. Is that, is that technical debt? 
I actually think that I don't is that content debt. I would consider it technical debt because it's affecting the performance of the site. So yeah. how, how is that you, Gosper? I like your just yeah. face expressions. This is so great. I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just nodding along and, and waiting for my chance to dive right in. Go um, go, go go now go yeah. go. Okay. So when, well, actually, when I, I up, just kidding. Say is on one end of the street. I'm on the other end. We have the we have the slow stop signs going, so traffic's flowing. Go. All right. So uh, I, I'd like to say that when I set up uh, my computer, um, I, I know that. I mean, we've established over the hundred some odd episodes I've been on that my brain works a little differently. I actually keep a change log of everything I install on my computer. So if I put uh, a new app, a new browser, something like that. And I do the exact same thing with my WordPress sites. A and again, it, why did I put this plugin uh, here? Why? Uh, I, I actually, uh, and it's it's something maybe uh, someone out there, because uh, I really don't have the time for it right now, can can do it. Um, but I would, I would love it if um, there would be, uh, like, in the plugins area... Yeah, a, a plugin that says, okay, here's the date this plugin was activated. Like, actually, here yeah. is the activation date. Uh, and then also give you a chance to leave notes on your plugins, on your theme, stuff like that. Maintain Tool kind of does that. Maintain Tools is a plugin right. that, that does that, and you can leave notes, but go on. Yeah, so so having having those notes, having this Maintain Tool... Uh, free to everyone or is yeah. it just for maintaining customers? No, okay. it, it, it's on the repo. I'm going to link it to Jason. Okay, great. No, so the, I'll, activity, I'll take a the activity feed kind of like would be that except for it logs literally like everything. So it becomes totally useless. It's like someone changed a comma. Therefore it's in your activity logs. Your activity log is like, you know, 10 million pages long. Yeah. And so you can't really use that to go in and be like, who installed this plugin and when? Because there's no way to sort that data. There's no way to, it's just I, a big fire hose of anything that changed on the site. I think that's a good episode is like, what would you like to see the, the plugin dashboard redesigned as? Cause like, you know, there's a, <laughs> I would, I would like to actually see how many Pippin plugins somebody has or how many WooCommerce things are there. Like I'd like to see, be able to, to sort them by developer and stuff. But Cosper, like you were saying, I I leave notes on things all the time and that was a problem that was an itch I was trying to scratch which was leaving notes for plugins like don't update this because if you do it breaks and Katie gets mad or you know she turns into Karen whatever like something and so I had to do this get on the show go to Valley West go to WDS just to get that into a plugin <laughs> but I got it done but I got it yeah, done Yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like a like a life cycle diary or life cycle it's a change log yeah, yeah. change log it's, it's all like, it is like that's well, what it needs to automatically about. happen that's the thing it needs to automatically happen right. and when it when it changes i don't know if you guys have seen i mean it, most of you have have used wp engine before but when you go to Currently update do. your plugins you when you go to current when you go to update your plugins um it always asks you like have you made a backup or would like, you like to yeah so like there's hooks all over wordpress that should be like writing back into this change log that we're that we're now generating that would make it so that you could just go back down the list and go like oh here's what's going on but i think when you install a plugin i think that's where it should be asking you like why are you installing this plugin so future jason can go back and, and look <laughs> at what past jason did 
and go like, ah, he installed this thing and then he abandoned it and never Dude, actually used I, it. I, I, have, so, I have such a better reason than, than that. And I would like <laughs> to look at it and I would like to see, all right, and, and I say might agree with me on this. Fingers crossed, knock on wood. So this client has a tendency. I would like to see that they don't update plugins other than every six months. This, this is a person that doesn't care about this site. And so they're going to do something, whatever, like I'm going to have to handhold them. And if there was a log that showed me like this is why managed WP is great. It shows me the update history and when plugins get touched and when they're added, it gives me a better understanding of my client and what they do with their site and, and some insight into why it might be broken in the first place. Hmm. And rant. Manage so, WP does that. Manage WP keeps a track and it says like on this date, we updated from here to here. And then it gives you a link and it says like, here's the change log. So it, it pulls that in unless it's like an, a paid plugin. Okay. But like I working with maintain here, like I've been able to see that people coming to us, I can't tell if they just updated ACF yesterday or if it was that way for six months ago. So if you have an active right. thing, it would tell me, hey, they, they, yeah, the client told me they updated ACF, but they did it yesterday, not when it came out. And you know what I mean? Like it would give me that tip. Yeah. So basically, what we're talking about here is we want, uh, well, no, but we want we want to we want to understand every site has technical debt. Every site has, yeah. unless it's fresh and new, which is why I love building sites from scratch. Like I'm like we're scrapping this site and we're just going to build it fresh and clean, clean. Um, but every site that just gets, if you're bringing over content, if you're just rebuilding it, if you're putting in a new theme or fixing it, it has technical debt, and so technical debt is not necessarily in and of itself a bad thing because it is, I mean, it sounds bad, right? Cause debt sounds bad, but it's just basically stuff that is making up the site and the idiosyncrasies of those, that particular combination. There's so many different ways to build a site, you know, right. and so many, so many combinations that like you, you're going to, each site is going to come with a unique combination of those things. And so that in and of itself is the di different technical debt situation for each site. I just think it, it has such a negative connotation of being yeah. bad. Like I have this technical debt of this outdated plugin or this bad thing, but really technical debt is just the story, the technical story of that right. website. It's yeah. it's the yeah. it's the it's the uh, the check register you know if you ever used a check yeah. I haven't used a check in years but but a check register would show you like the things that you've spent in the past the problem with right. the check register is is it only shows you the things that you spent with a check so like <laughs> this thing needs to be a thing right. that does all of it and be yeah. able to look at it so really you're paying yourself forward or paying the next developer forward if you were to have some kind of activity log type plugin and we'll go through a couple of them and and put them in the show notes so you can take a look at it. But that might help the person at least give the story as to what's going on. Cosper, what do you got? What do you think? What do you think? I was I was gonna say um, now uh, activity log plugins are, are all well and good. Um, I know that there are a number of them out there. My biggest issue with those is they all write to the WordPress database. Yeah. Uh, some write as a custom post type and uh, or you know and just use the post table, yeah. uh, which sucks for performance. 
Yeah. The second you actually have to to fight with uh, your logging setup to all of a sudden like you know pull your posts out of the database, but you have to look past all this logging data that you're using. Right. Not not great, Bob. Uh, I would also say that um, one one big thing that I have kind of noticed um, is um, we're, we're talking a lot about the technical debt that is exists on a site that you can see, but there's a lot of technical debt on the site that you can't see. Say um, I've seen um, customers use, and I, I don't want to name and shame, but I'm going to name at least uh, no shame, but um, there is a um, plugin. Yeah, uh, uh, there, there's a there's a plugin for WooCommerce, uh, Meteoric, uh, which gives you a lot of great data on your WooCommerce site, um, and it Are doesn't. Is that what you're saying? Uh, it it it, it doesn't really clear out the database tables all mm. that well once you're done with it. So I I had a customer who was running. Meteoric uh, uh, on their uh, upon uninstall is that, that what you're saying it doesn't clean up after itself correct okay correct um and so there were still meteoric like tables in post meta and stuff like that uh on a fairly high traffic site wow. uh and and the, in a lot of cases i i think the problem was and it does maybe clean itself up on a smaller lower traffic site but once you start getting into these high performing sites you end up running into issues where it's like, oh, this query took too long. So PHP killed that while we were in the uninstall process and, you know, tough luck. Yeah. Um, so you're saying so, the data the data is meteoric is what you're saying. Uh, Mediocre. Yeah. That was my plan. Um, it's a I mean, premium I, plug, exactly. I, I would even extend all of this to the server level too. If you're not uh, running the latest version of, of recommended software, like you could be doing yourself harm. You know, some plugins will throw an error if you're not running a minimum requirement. And that might have probably been the best plugin for the customer to use, but because they got an error, they wouldn't bought this other one. And, you know, like even just simple things like that, um, it, it, like Cosper was saying, you don't see it, but it's there, you know? Well, and then there's yeah. the cost of the opportunity debt, right? So if you, as soon as you make a choice to go with a specific plugin and not the other plugin, and then if that plugin stalls out or doesn't pan out, and then the other plugin, uh, you know, starts to develop and have more of the solutions that you want, you could have one plugin that has to have all these add-ons and all these fixes. And then the other plugin like does that stuff, but you didn't know that back then yeah. when you installed yeah. that. I just uh, responded to a tweet that someone was saying like, how often is it that you get halfway through a project and you want to rebuild and restart the whole thing because you figured That's out- That's a good question. All like, the time. Like, all the literally time. it's half of why none of my personal projects get done because I get halfway through and I'm like, oh wait, this is a better way to build it. And I just start over. And it's, right. it's more than 15%, let's say that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bad percentage. It's but that's, that, I mean, that's part of it, too, because when you inherit these bad sites without all those notes, I feel guilty sometimes because I'm, of how bad I f 
think of the previous developers. Like I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I, you know, we spent that whole episode the other week of me <laughs> bashing that one. They really did suck. They really do suck. That, that, that doesn't count. I don't. Wait, feel wait, was that the ones from the the OC? Yeah, I don't yeah, feel bad yeah. about that at all. You don't have <laughs> the whole damn thing in the functions file. You have a problem. Yeah. Um, but you know, they made a choice, and there was probably a reason that they made that choice. But without any context whatsoever, it's just like, you know, look, someone spent $500 or $5,000 on a thing and no one knows what, you know, they bought this car that turned out to be a lemon and you're like, well, that was a stupid choice. But you didn't yep. know that when you bought the thing and without the context of why you bought it, you're just like, wow, you made it a dumb choice and bought a stupid car and now you have to pay all this money into it, you know? I, yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna raise my hand and say two things. Number and one, same time. yeah, yeah. N number one, I apologize <laughs> to anybody that I have ever just jumped the gun. Like I used to just answer right away, gravity forms or this, and you know, like for me, that is the answer. I do everything through gravity forms or through EDD. But you know, like there's a lot. I feel bad that there might be people out there that hey, Russ said this. Now they're into this plug-in with five add-ons and you know like it probably might have not been the best suggestion so you know first of all i want to apologize to people out there and say you know like do a little bit of research make a backup before you take anyone's advice but also at the same time you know like um you know you don't know you never will know as you know as this pandemic has shown us businesses <laughs> thought they were the businesses thought they were doing this now they're switching to this and it just right. goes to show you that, like, I I cannot cover every aspect of what you need your printing T-shirt business to do. But, like, I can help you rebuild to get it back online, you know? Like, I just, just don't have I just don't have a crystal ball. You've learned <laughs> what I have been espousing for the past, oh, I don't know, 300 and however many episodes, which is the answer to every question is, it depends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then a lot more follow-up questions after that, because there is no one-size-fits-all answer for any of this other than don't write the entire website in the functions file. That I I'm going to say ACF Pro is pretty close. <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say? I was, okay, so, I mean, take, take somebody who uh, years ago, they're like, man, I got to get an e-commerce site going. So they hitch their wagon to Jigo Shop. <laughs> did that did that cart right. cart, cart 66 was the other cart one 66. right okay so um, I, my my uh my old roommate um a, a very dear friend of mine uh jeremy kitchen uh i'm gonna let him know i'm shouting him out he's not much of a wordpress guy uh he's more of a sysadmin uh but um he uh, when we uh, first moved in together, had just hitched his wagon to uh, a little uh, format called HDDVD. Wow. And he bought a bunch of HDDVD DVDs. Um, and <laughs> Say that that that's fast. Ba see, and that's, that's, that's why I had to slow down. Is that the one that won? Is that like the Blu-ray, blue disc? Blue right. That was that was the competitor to Blu-ray. That mm -hmm. was the the Betamax to VHS. Got it. And got it. He, he had um, 20, 30 some odd HD DVDs. And um, even as the format was dying out, he's like, "Man, 
I hitched my wagon to this thing. I bought my dad an HD DVD player. So he's just like, I I will have to buy as many because he's been so hooked in to HD DVD. I remember him going to Fry's uh, and that's a a chain here in the the Western United States uh, and would buy their clearance HD DVDs just so he would have He's building his own Netflix. Yeah, he 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 wanted he wanted enough content to make this expensive purchase worth it. Made worth it. It's yeah. like a record and, collection. And and I mean he's he's just right in. No, okay. See, I have a record collection, and and um, I have a bookshelf. Yeah, exactly. One or two, one or two. a couple. That's not yeah. it. The, the the record the record collection at least they're still making record players you cannot it's a buy standard it's a standard new, yeah you can't buy another brand new HD DVD player they don't exist yeah. what, did you actually neither neither does Jigo Shop so yeah. like if you had to yeah. you'd build your own record player because if you had to you could run a forked version of WordPress that was that kept it in that world forever if you if you had to do that right so that's kind of the equivalent of a record player because in theory you know the record holds the data so you could get the app it's not that complicated of an apparatus to construct i mean i can't construct one but to construct a record player you could do it again if this was say the apocalypse or the last of us and you had to have a you know rebuild a record player versus trying to build your own hd dvd player which you're not going to be able to do. It sounds later. like you're talking about. It sounds like you're talking about classic press people now, say, and uh, <laughs> I, I respect that. Oh man! I, did, I guess I guess they're kind of doing that. Is that still a thing? Are they still doing that? I don't oh. know if I don't know if classic press is is still around. So quick, someone to the Google. We're all like <laughs> the niche. Anyway, yeah, that, so that's a different form of technical debt. I guess we're done. This is like the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed having this discussion. I think it's good for people to understand what it is that they're having to deal with when um, uh, they're handing over their website to a new developer or if they're a developer who is inheriting a website, now they have to deal with it. So uh, thanks, for, right thanks, for, thanks for the show. Yeah, Make exactly. a backup. Make document, a backup. Document. document. Here we go. You can go help us out over on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash WPWaterCooler. And this is this is where Jason Cosper gets a shine. Yet again, his name shows up on a screen. And if your name wants to be on the screen, you should put it on there too. Um, you can subscribe to us as a um, as on YouTube, and you can also hit the little bell. We'd really appreciate it. And lastly, um, this is where you can find all of us on all the different places um, as a podcast. Uh, we're not just a, a YouTube show, but we're also a podcast and audio format. So feel free to go find us at all the great places that you can find a podcast. Talk to you all later. Have a good one. Bye-bye.